Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Hey, everybody. Dave Hodges here, host of The Common Sense Show. We are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. Thank you so much for joining us. And are you concerned about what Biden is doing to the food supply? We've been through it all. 18,000 cows, poof, blown up. 111 food processing plants destroyed, not one federal investigation. And then we're starting to look at new executive orders coming out, limiting methane and nitrates. Well, we're already at cattle levels, 60-year lows, and this is going to make it a lot worse. Uh, Do you see a pattern here? Uh, Pretty soon, my feeling is that uh, food's going to be used to make you bend the knee, and the only food you're going to have access to is what's in your home. So may I suggest you go to My Patriot Supply, take advantage of their great sales and specials, 25-year shelf life, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, 2,000 calories per day. And I would suggest you order as much as you possibly can for every member of your family. Go to foodwithdave.com. That's foodwithdave.com. Also, too, if you're not concerned about CBDC coming in, following the Fed coin, you're not paying attention. And that's why you tune in. So not meant to be a criticism, but I'm going to warn you about something right now. You really need to get as much money out of the bank as you can and get it in something that's stable. Precious metals is escalating like crazy. I was actually reading something from JP Morgan. They said they're not laughing when people say gold could reach $20,000 an ounce. I'm not predicting that, but I think that illustrates a trend curve, a severe trend curve we're going to look at here. So what do you do? Do you want to stay in the bank and have the Dodd-Frank law kick in where they can take all your money and call it a bail-in? I don't think you do. So what you need to do is to let me send you a free information packet that will show you what our sponsor, Noble Gold, can do for you. Now, I have been an advertiser for Noble Gold for six years. I've been a customer for five. That's right. I put my money where my mouth is, and I trust them to save my retirement. I trust them to preserve my wealth and my bank accounts because I've transferred a lot of it. I just have operating capital in the bank. So may I suggest you do the same? Look into it. I can send you a free information packet. Go to DaveHodgesGold.com. That's DaveHodgesGold.com. And here's where I have to give the required FTC warning that unfortunately was not offered to customers of FTX who went belly up. Past performance is no indicator of future performance, and every investment carries an inherent risk. Let me remind you, I've been a customer of Noble Gold for five years. Um, and I'm just saying it's the best organization I've worked with. And uh, may I respectfully suggest you look into this while you still can. Well, we have a uh, terrific guest with us today. Uh, it's been a while since I've been on, Darren Weeks. And I've known Darren way, way back to our RBN days. And uh, absolutely fantastic. Uh, the RBN uh, network was uh, strong and viable, and they still have some good people on there like John Moore, and I pop into his show quite a bit. But um, we've kind of moved on to other things. We're both uh, independent and both seem to be enjoying life and doing well. And I've asked uh, Darren to come on and share his views on some current events. And we're going to start with the Durham report. So first of all, Darren is is the host of Govern America. You're you're still hanging in there strong. Uh, before we jump into this, and so I don't forget and have bad manners, tell people a little bit about your show. Well, Govern America has been around for a long time, uh, many many years. I think we started uh, we started hosting, filling in for my friend Chris Gerner, who's Sadly, it's sad to say he's passed away now. Uh, I think it was right around 2015 that he passed and uh, died of a heart attack in his yard. Uh, and, you know, it's pretty devastating news for all of us because Chris was very much a mentor to me. 
and uh, kind of he, he's kind of the reason. I was already in broadcasting professionally, but Chris is the reason why I'm a talk show host. He kind of got me involved in that whole thing, you know, aspect of it, and so I, I kind of uh, started off filling in for him on his show, American Expose, and then uh, from that, you know, Jackie Petru quit her uh, show at some point uh, when her shortwave got to the beat. They were messing with her. Uh, they were messing with her shortwave stuff. And uh, it got to the point where nobody was able to hear her anymore. And I documented that, by the way. That was WWCR. And uh, I actually were, was recording her show at the time. And 15 minutes prior to the start of her show, there was all this noise that started uh, getting involved. You know, the beeping and weird no- staticky stuff. I mean, it was crystal clear in the show before that. About 15 minutes, that noise started fading in, and by the time Jackie's show would come on, it would be impossible to hear her until after she was done. And then gradually over the 15 minutes after she went off the air, guess what? The, The signal just magically cleared up again. So these are the kind of games they play, and um so she eventually had to quit her show because she couldn't pay the bill anymore because nobody's going to pay for shortwave time for a broadcaster if they can't hear the broadcast. And so that was so I kind of took over her show for a while until eventually I I decided to uh you know we needed our own name and so that's when Govern America was was born and uh I was amazed that the dot com was still available um and so anyway here we are. You know, that was one of the one of the things I wanted to make sure that we had a .com versus a .org or a .net because at the time the internet was still being somewhat new and you had, you know, most people just immediately would first try the .com stuff, and uh, so I wanted to make sure we had that. So anyway, long story short, uh, early two thousands probably uh, we started doing Govern America and uh, I was on First Amendment Radio Network first, then we. Uh, got the opportunity after a six-month hiatus. Uh, Michael Powers called me and asked me why why I'd quit and asked me if I'd be interested in doing a show on RBN. So I did my first show there in June of I think it was June 26, 2008, if I recall correctly, and uh, went on there until uh, you know many many years later, and uh, then eventually. You know, due to some technical issues and other things I won't go into, I finally struck out on my own, and uh, we've been doing it on our own ever since. Yeah, due to technical issues, I left RBN, too, and other reasons I won't go into. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, it's it, it, a relationship with them. You know, I mean, I like you, I pop on some of the uh, other shows. I got friends over there still. So, you know, uh, it, 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 it's a viable network, and it's still going on, and I'm glad it is, you know, uh, and... You know, I, I, I do wish them well. I do, too. Uh, they seem to have stabilized. That's my sense. And it's because yeah. they got some rock-solid people like John Moore. And um, uh, John, John's gone through the tough times. I mean, he could have bailed, too. Um, he did really well. I mean, he's done really well. Uh, in fact, I'm a regular guest on his show, and he's covering a lot of good stuff. So, anyway, we... Uh, we kind of brought up the pleasantries here about where we've been, but let's let's get into the Durham report. Um, part of me says the Durham report's really good because it identifies some really egregious violations of law, but the Durham report's really bad, and I'll let you kind of fill in the blanks on both sides. Well, you're right. It, it mentions a lot of things that the FBI did wrong. It, it mentions a lot of things that they could have done better, should have done better. Uh, and I think the problem, the, the, I guess the big problem I have with it is the fact that they're talking about things like how it doesn't rise to the level of criminality. And, you know, and, and they, they're very specific about why they're not going to prosecute people. And, uh, and and there's a lot of things that need to be prosecuted. Uh, as you know, I mean, they stole, I, I firmly believe, it is my opinion, and I think probably many people in your audience would share the same opinion that this last election was stolen. And unless we figure out how to right that wrong, then the next election will be stolen as well. 
you know, this Durham report, a lot of people, I don't, I don't know if, I guess a lot of people probably had some high hopes. You know, first of all, we don't have the full report. Uh, parts of it are confidential. Parts of it are classified. They say that right in the report itself. You know, and, 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 and that begs the question, why? You know, how are we able to, how are the American people able to govern our country as we should when we're not even allowed to know, mo- you know, half of what the country is doing in our name and with our money? So there's that point, you know, and it cites the Mueller report, which also didn't find any uh, collusion between the Trump campaign and Russia. Uh, and, and like I said, they spent plenty of time at the beginning of the report bracing everyone for why they're not going to, shouldn't expect any kind of criminal charges. Um, and and after outlining problems with institutional bias, you know, not properly handling exculpatory evidence, uh, you know, investigating whatever political opponents uh, like the Clintons wanted, you know, political po- opponents of Trump, what they wanted them to investigate, uh, not following the evidence, but following their biases, falsifying evidence to obtain uh, FISA warrants. That's a big one. Uh, and and they still they still don't recommend any publicly uh, they don't recommend any policy changes at the FBI. You know, after laying out all the problems, they say that we just think that the FBI should follow old policies. Well, obviously they're not going to follow. How about how about recommending terminations and criminal charges against the people who are not following the policies? These people sworn to uphold the Constitution, and they're not following their oaths of office. How about recommending discharging the people from the agency and cleaning house? You know, all of these things the Durham report could recommend, and they don't. Uh, there was no mention that the FBI, and this is something I think that probably your your listeners would not even probably be, most of them wouldn't be aware of. Did you know the FBI has an office in Ukraine? Yes. There's there's a National Anti-Corruption Bureau of Ukraine, and the FBI has an office there. This whole uh, NABU, the National Anti-Corruption Bureau of Ukraine, I may have talked to you, talked to your audience about this before on the show, um, but this whole thing was set up under the Obama administration, and they used this office to release unsubstantiated accusations against Trump's campaign manager, Paul Manafort which caused him to resign right before the 2016 election. So the Ukraine uh, collusion, the Ukraine interference in the election, was never addressed by the Durham report. Uh, Alexandra Chalupa, which is a DNC operative, she uh, worked closely with the, with the Clintons. She was a, in fact, she advised the DNC. She was a uh, Ukrainian-American Ukrainian national. She's very close ties with the Ukrainian diaspora in the United States. And um, she worked with key officials inside of Ukraine, and she was the one that was instrumental in getting that information, that bogus information against Paul Manafort, that he had taken over $12 million, allegedly, from from the uh, party that was, you know, that the uh, Obama administration ultimately overthrew in Ukraine. And uh, none of that was mentioned in the Durham report, and that was a that was an important uh, element which caused Paul Manafort to resign. That was uh, by, by the way, none of this is speculation or conspiracy theory. This was reported in the New York Times. There was an article which came out on August fourteenth of twenty sixteen called "Secret Ledger in Ukraine Lists Cash for Donald Trump's Campaign Chief," and you know it's it, they downplay the role of the anti. Corruption Bureau, NABU, but uh, they they talk about the twelve point million dollars allegedly in undisclosed cash payments from Paul Manafort or, or for Paul Manafort. But see, here's the thing, and it's kind of interesting. I went over to uh, because even the uh, NABU website themselves, uh, they uh, they they admit to cooperating with the FBI. And uh, they uh, also admit that James Comey had an FBI office headquarters at at Kiev, which worked on these international requests. And uh, the, the exact quote was, since February 2016, the representative of the FBI has a 
permanent office in the NABU and jointly with the NABU detectives works on the execution of international requests and controls their passage through the competent authorities of the United States of America. Now, what's interesting about that that quote is it came from a page that's no longer on the NABU website. They took it down. I went over to the Internet Archive, the Wayback Machine, and I found it. And it's it, and they, 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 they talked about this black ledger. That's what they called it at the time. And the party, by the way, was a party of regions. But they said, uh, in response to numerous requests from mass media, this is from the page that was taken down, regarding appearance of the name of Paul Manafort on the Party of Regions Black Ledger documents passed to the National Anti-Corruption Bureau by ex-First Deputy of the uh, State Security Service of Ukraine, Viktor Trepek, the National Anti-Corruption Bureau informs on the following. Paul Manafort is among those names on the list of the so-called Black Ledger of the Party of Regions, which is investigated by the detectives of the National Anti-Corruption Bureau of Ukraine. According to the list, a total sum of over... We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, they in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. And we already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water with dave.com that's water with dave.com save eighty dollars for a short time where 12.7 million u.s dollars was allocated on the on on the costs associated with this person since uh november 20th 2007 the last entry on the uh on the list about p manafort is dated on october 5th 2012 and then they say this which i found very interesting they say, we emphasize that mentioning P. Manafort's name on this list does not mean that he actually got the money. Because the signatures that appear on the column of recipients could belong to other people. So they put out this, this information about Trump's campaign manager. And they, don't, they can't even say that he even received any money from, from the party. And... Uh, but 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 it was enough of a controversy that caused him to resign right before the 2016 election. So this is foreign meddling in the election at the behest of Hillary Clinton, the DNC, Alexander Chalupa, 
and there's no mention of it in the Durham report. I searched. I did a search. Uh, Alexander Chulip is not mentioned anywhere that I can find. I, I think that's kind of significant, don't you? I think it's highly significant. You know what this reminds me of? Hillary Clinton's bleaching of the emails and Comey's yes. response. I thought of the same thing because he said he admitted it all happened, but it, it doesn't rise to the level of a criminal uh, indictment. You know, and I, you know. Here's the thing about it: isn't that the place of a grand jury to decide whether or not something rises to the level of a criminal indictment? Yeah, you. I uh, that was the whole role. That only that only works if your name's Donald Trump, or Darren Weeks, or Dave Hodges. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Remember, they're after us. Trump is only on the way, right? Yeah, and I want to be clear: I'm not a ma- ma- massive Trump fan either. You know, I mean, there's a lot of things I don't. I don't like about Trump. I kind of think feel, feel like he let us down in many ways. But at the same time, uh, you know, if these if these situations are not fixed, we can't have a fair and honest country, and we certainly can't have a fair and an honest election. You know, and so uh, while you can get down in the weeds about uh, elections and 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 what went wrong with certain things, and many have, the problem is is that unless you have a means to prosecute these crimes. And and we have a highly corrupt Department of Justice right now. It's it's they don't even try to hide it anymore. That's the amazing thing about it. Yeah, it's not just it's, the DOJ, though, Darren. It's all the way down to the county and local level. Um, I see that in Arizona. We're the den of corruption. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar. Are you familiar with the Liz Harris case? I'm not sure. Okay, she was a before she got elected uh, in this last election to the state house. She. Uh, she and I were, I'm trying to say this modestly, if you wanted to know how the election was stolen in Arizona, Liz and me were two places you'd go. She actually had a team canvas Maricopa County and found 300,000 illegitimate votes. And all they did was walk up and say, uh, does John Jones live here? And the John Jones that said they voted from this address. Oh, no, John Jones moved to Ohio 20 years ago. Oh, no, John Jones is dead. She found 300,000 cases like this in Maricopa County. Um, So she gets elected, and she was told a month before she took office that Ben Tome, the Speaker of the House, was laying in wait for her, that uh, if she brought up her election integrity nonsense, even though she was part of the Election Integrity Committee, um, that she'd be expelled. And she was asked to bring in guests for the election integrity. She set up for this. She had three guests. The first two canceled. The third one was um, a group of uh, RICO investigator. In other words, they did this for a living for the federal government. And they came in and they alleged money laundering schemes involving top-level politicians. They named names. They had 20,000 affidavits, 120,000-page report. Each member of the committee got it. And Liz Harris invited this person to speak. But it was approved ostensibly by the Speaker of the House. And not only that, um, this other lady, Wendy Rogers, is in charge of uh, crypto, which will be CBDC one day. That kind of tells you where she's coming from. Um, she ran the meeting and praised the person at the end of the meeting. And this meeting got Liz Harris expelled from the House. And then the Speaker of the House goes on local TV and says, if you bring up election integrity, we're going to expel you too. And I'm thinking, wait a minute, you got a committee called election integrity. It's uh, it's both houses, select committee. And this guy's saying, if you bring it up, we're going to kick you out just like we did Liz. This is how corrupt it is in Arizona. Yeah. Well, yeah, and then you pick your state because it's the same way in Michigan. I mean, we have all kinds of corruption here as well. And you're not allowed to question it. Uh, and that's the amazing thing about it is every, you, you know, after after Trump was elected in 2016, that's all the Democrats did was, uh, you know, say that the whole thing was stolen by Russia. And, and certainly the Mueller report proved, you know, that that wasn't the case. They found no evidence of that. And this Durham report, the good the good about it is that it just kind of uh, reiterated that. And also talked about all the fraud and stuff they were trying to do. Another thing they didn't mention in the Durham report is is the collusion with Twitter, Facebook, social media companies. That 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 there's no question that that is. I, I think that that needs to be investigated. You know, but the, the, here's the thing: we know the terms of reference are set for all of these investigations. 
And if it's not in the terms of reference, you know, that's basically the lines that they have to color in. And, um, and that's how they control the out- output of all these investigations. But I, I really think that, you know, just like the CIA and the Mockingbird exercise with the major media, which I think all that continues to go on today. They may have changed the name of the program, but I think, you know, Mockingbird is uh, something that isn't, e- isn't even needed anymore. I think all the major media networks and probably even the minor ones are so infiltrated now with CIA that they don't need to have uh, they don't need to have you know programs to plant stories and, and use friendly journalists because they own it all. They own all the journalists. And uh, so how do I, I guess I, one thing I do find encouraging about all of this is that there's some evidence now. I mean, in fact, they just put out a uh, poll. Uh, Steve Watson reported on this that uh, there's a number of Americans no, that are no longer believing uh, this major media narrative anymore. Uh, there was a Harvard Harris poll uh, which basically reiterated that that uh, m- the major media is out of touch with with average everyday Americans. I mean, they're not buying it anymore, and that's the good thing about it. People are have learned that they have to start doing their own research and you know i think that the patriot effort has has made major inroads in that regard you know we we've awakened a sleeping giant i remember and i'm sure you remember too back when we started on the radio dave we were talking a lot about waking up america yes most of the american people did not know what we know now it's everywhere and and now they're trying to do everything they can to try to figure out how to put the genie back in the bottle with internet controls, censorship, but it's all transparent. You know, it's all very obvious, and I think it, now the strategy has changed. Rather than contri- trying to control the narrative as much, they'll just lie right to your face and exp- the most absurd, insane stuff, and expect you to just swallow it. And uh, so they're getting more and more desperate, and they show their hand the more desperate that they get. You know, uh, with with this. Latest thing, though, the Durham report, you know, it, it disturbs me that they can't even mention people like Mikhail Kordakovsky. I think I've mentioned him on your show yes, before. Yes, we have. Uh, Kordakovsky, for those listeners that don't know, he was the Russian oligarch who was the wealthiest man in Russia. He he was the founder of uh, Minotep Bank, and uh, he he gained control of the Siberian oil fields uh, in Yukos Oil Company through the corrupt voucher program that was put forward by Larry Summers, you know, again, a close Clinton pal. Uh, and, you know, when he was president of Harvard and uh, he uh, ultimately went to jail for nine years in Russia for tax evasion when Putin came to power. But uh, he passed his shares to Jacob Rothschild. He's a close, he has close connection to Jacob Rothschild. And what's interesting about that is Jacob Rothschild sits on the board, or he did anyway, the, the uh, strategic advisory board of a company called Genie Energy with none other than Rupert Murdoch. You know, the same <laughs> Rupert Murdoch uh-huh. that just fired Tucker Carlson because Tucker Carlson got too close to the truth with regard to January 6th. I really believe that's the truth, too. I think that's why Tucker got... I mean, he was, he showed those tapes of the January 6th stuff Wanted to show more. I think he was shut down. He said there was more. and uh, But Chucky Schumer, Intel establishment shill that he is, got on the Senate floor and demanded, almost demanded Fox News and Rupert Murdoch to censor Tucker Carlson. They said, tell him he, he cannot do this anymore. And, and he didn't. And he was taken off the air shortly thereafter. Um. His biographer, Tucker's biographer, has come out. His name jumps out of my head, but he was a regular on the show. And he said he has the same information that is part of the deal to settle with uh, Dominion and Fox. Tucker had to go. And uh, the biographer says he has inside sources that have uh, knowledge related to the negotiations. Yeah, I know that was part of the speculation, but that's interesting. Well... The other thing I I think is a factor here, I don't think it's a coincidence that BlackRock bought 15% of Fox two weeks before Tucker was fired. 
I think that I, agree I think you. that was a factor too. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised if BlackRock didn't fund some of the settlement on behalf of uh, uh, Fox to get Tucker out. I wouldn't be surprised at all about that either. I mean, they own everything else. Uh, BlackRock has, for the, those listeners, I'm sure Dave's listeners do know, but they they along with Black uh, Vanguard and State Street just about own everything in the United States. If it's a corporation of any size. These top three companies are the major shareholders of all of it. Uh, so as much as we like to talk about capitalism and free markets and you know competition among corporations, uh, there really isn't any at the highest levels. No, none. They're all, all yeah. people. The name of that biographer I just mentioned was is Chadwick Moore. So I just, okay. I just want to put that on the record here. I don't want people to think I'm just talking out of my rear end here. But uh, Chadwick Moore... Yes. And he's writing a book that Tucker has uh, promoted uh, and uh, given permission. This is an authorized biography. So uh, I, I think this is true. You know, the thing is, is we saw the Ray Epps deal, though, early on. i got to tell you, I got harassment for Ray Epps. This is kind of interesting. I had a lady contact me, and I had been talking about Ray Epps. Hey, why isn't Ray Epps arrested? And I'd play the video. So look at this. Why isn't Ray Epps in jail? Why is he getting special privilege? Who does he really work for? And this lady called me and said, Ray Epps is my neighbor, and you need to lay off of him. And she enticed me to talk to her because she said she had information on something else, which ended up being totally bogus. And her whole deal was to penetrate my organization, gain my trust with a fake story, and try to convince me to back off the Ray Epps thing. So I even... Uh, had some dealings with that too but i mean the, the ray epps thing is so obvious i mean he's saying tomorrow we're going into the capitol we're going to do this and that and the crowd start chanting fed 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 they saw right through the guy yeah and what's interesting is we uh we had this hearing the thursday on the weaponization of government where three fbi whistleblowers were there and you had one of the democrats and she didn't even know the guy's name uh she said ray erps is how she pronounced it but she says oh it's a conspiracy theory and all this stuff and you know and and all this fabricated stuff by the right and i'm thinking fabricated what's fabricated are they saying that we generated the uh video by ai somehow uh, of the guy uh, saying go into the building tomorrow i mean it, it, it it's bizarre i mean i don't know what her base i think she was from california so maybe they're totally in the dark but in more ways than one, by the way, because the power grid ain't that great. But anyway, uh, I, I don't know where she's coming from on this, because how can you say that Ray Epps is a conspiracy theorist, or the whole thing is a conspiracy theory, when when you got the guy on video, and it's been played ad nauseum all over social media, and, and, the, and the major media when Tucker was there. Mm-hmm. So... I, I I don't understand. But the only thing I can figure is you have two realities in the United States. You got the official narrative, which becomes a reality in and of itself, and then you've got the truth. And these people are so devoid of the truth, they can sit there and lie, and just keep repeating the lie often enough and expecting it to become the truth. But anybody that has an ounce of, of gumption to look into any of this can see it for themselves. I just don't know how you get the other part of the country that's still believing the nonsense to actually do a little research. Well, there's some good news on that front. Famed rapper Ice Cube came out today. and he. The Common Sense Show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals for MyPillow. For example, they've got half off MyPillow bed sheets, more than half off their slippers, their sandals, their mattresses, their topper covers, women's lingerie. Now, they have extremely great products, as you all know. Ladies and gentlemen, right now go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. He said... You can't trust the Democrats. They've done nothing for our people. And he was speaking about African-Americans. And he's absolutely right. It's just a bunch of empty promises. The guy that did the most for African-Americans, women and Hispanics, with regard to job uh, situation, was Trump. Uh, so he's absolutely right about that. So people are seeing through it. Uh, but, you know, I, I think more than uh, J6, I think there's another issue that got people excited. 
the Kennedy assassination revelation about the CIA. And it was really kind of an empty vessel report. I mean, they he just said, CIA did it, da, 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 da. we got information, and then it got shut down. But you got to remember, in the Trump years, the CIA was actually, all the Kennedy files were supposed to be released, and they weren't. Trump mm-hmm. somehow got convinced not to release them, and then Biden refused a deadline just a week before Tucker did uh, his CIA deal. Um, yeah. If you look at it, what's more damning? J6 malarkey with some guy who's obviously a Fed, but we don't know for who and what his mission was in Ray Epps, or would it be these people actually killed a president? This organization. Oh, I, I would I would say the second one is the more important one, wouldn't you? Absolutely. Absolutely it is. And that's exactly really what they're doing to Trump as well. Uh, not physically, obviously. I think that would be too obvious. But, it, you know, when it could very well be at the time of the election. I mean, Trump could have multiple indictments, multiple uh, charges brought against him. And uh, and here you got Biden knowingly accepting, um, you know, Trump was impeached over the threat of withholding U.S. funds to Ukraine. Biden threatened, by his own mouth, by his own testimony at the Council on Foreign Relations, to withhold, I think it was like $6 million or something, if the prosecutor that was looking into Hunter Biden's criminal activities uh, wasn't fired. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he he said, remember the quote? And they fired the SOB when I threatened them. Remember that? Yes. He said, and I quote, son of a bitch, he was fired. That's exactly what he said. Yes. And uh, so, I mean, you you have him so brazen getting up there and actually saying it and nothing's ever done about it. But Trump just threatens to withhold money unless they do look into something, do perform an investigation. And and he's impeached over it. This is the power that they have in the CIA. And Chuck Schumer said it himself. when, When you go up against the CIA, they have six ways from Sunday to get back at you. Well, if they have six ways from Sunday to get back at at a member of Congress or at a president of the United States or anyone else, then they have way too much power. And the fact that they're not being looked at in the Durham report or any other report in Congress, to me, speaks volumes. This is the American the American enemy. It's an enemy of our country, and it's it's threatening to take us down. And frankly, I I think it's threatening to drive us toward war. I mean, the CIA and the FBI, but especially the CIA, really needs to be reined in. And I don't know how we do it, Dave. Well, John Kennedy had the solution, and I think it was part of his death warrant. He said, I'm going to tear the CIA apart brick by brick. I'm going to break it into a thousand pieces. And I, I, that's that's the way to go about this. The CIA does not work for the United States. They violate their charter every day because they operate domestically. But I, I don't know what the answer is. You know, Darren, I, I hate to sound pessimistic because I'm still fighting. But part of me yeah, is also too. moving to adaptation uh, because we've lost every key power center in this country except the masses. And I'll give you an example. Here's the only thing that I think the people have left in terms of power. Uh, Bud Light comes out with tranny beer, and all of a sudden Bud Light's broke. They can't even get bars to take free cases of beer to give away to customers. No one wants them. Disney is broke. Paramount is broke. All these wokesters are going broke. That's the power that the people still have, and it's not even organized power. It's just a collection of the majority of people in this country goes, I don't want any part of this nonsense, and so they don't participate in it. And what people need to realize is the power of the purse. And this this is why I really, I don't know how you feel about it, but I think we might want to really give serious consideration if we can get more people um, involved in what we do to organize a tax rebellion. Yeah, you know, I, uh, I I think it's, you and I think a lot alike, because I was thinking with regard to adaptation, that really, I mean, there's, at this point in time, and, and I, I don't want to sound pessimistic either, I, do, I don't think you should give up, and I'm not saying you, I'm saying anybody in the audience, uh, it's getting more and more dangerous to speak out, it's very apparent these FBI agents and that testimony on the weaponization of government, I think, is is it's very clear if they go after these people for speaking out 
they'll go after anybody. But we all have to speak out. That's the power in numbers. If everybody doesn't get cower into a corner and it everyone gets inspired. I'm inspired by the number of people in Hollywood that have come out in recent years or recent, you know, days even uh and and said, "No, this is all bull crap. This uh this pedophilia stuff is bull crap. The uh the pushing of uh all these, you know, gender bender agenda that's going on which is being being pushed everywhere. I mean, I I can't go to Twitter anymore at all without seeing some some tranny, uh, disgusting freak in front of children, uh, mask, you know, rubbing around. I hear and, you. And I, hear you. I, I mean, it's it's just. I say, dear God, please just make it stop. You know, and but at least we have some people in key positions that are having the courage. To say, you know, enough is enough for the sake of morality. And frankly, I think a lot of people on the left are very uh, upset about the fact that they've worked for years seeing, uh, you know, trying to get women in key positions, you know, trying to get equality for women, only to see them knocked out by some dude pretending to be a woman uh, or or having women in locker rooms, you know, being uh, approached or, you know, seeing a man showering there. In the shower or in a locker room, you know, uh, this, you know, I just saw the other day there was a, another track runner that was knocked out of a, a place by a male pretending to be a woman. So these kind of things, I think, are, are upsetting to a lot of the people on the left as well, including left wing parents. They didn't sign up for all of this. But I think the problem now that we have is a lot of people are afraid to speak out. They're, they're concerned about careers. They're concerned about, uh, you know, being attacked. I mean, because these Marxists, and that's really what we're talking about here, this is cultural Marxism. We, we, we have agency capture at every level by the cultural Marxists. And it's, it's the, it, it's the result, the end result of people sleeping, people not paying attention for many, many years, uh, leaving the, uh, profession of politics to the professionals. And this is what we get. And, and now people are going to school board meetings. And they are speaking out against all all manner of you know pornography and stuff in the in the schools, grooming in the schools, gender you know manipulation, uh, you know your identity and everything. Uh, the kids are being attacked and groomed in the schools to be transient tr- you know transient sexuals, and uh, and 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 parents are upset about it, understandably. Because and they also the schools are trying to keep them in the in the dark. And then you got the FBI going there, t- taking license plates numbers down of the people there that are at the school board meeting. That was one of the things that came out also in the weaponization of government hearing. You probably saw it, where one of the FBI whistleblowers was saying that they sent me to the parking lot to record the parents' license plates, and he was one of the people later on that went to a school board meeting, and um. To complain about something that they, the school was doing, and his buddies in the FBI said, oh, they'll probably open an investigation against you next. Because he attended the school board meeting. But they did open an investigation against him. Because he didn't follow the line. And these people were speaking out in favor of the, you know, against the narrative of January 6th. And you know what's interesting about that, too? I, I, I don't know if you saw that hearing. But it, it was quite a lengthy hearing. You're talking about the whistleblowers? Yes. Yeah, I watched particularly the O'Boyle hearing. The guy with the beard mm-hmm. looks like a rock star. Um, yeah. Yeah, I watched his. And uh, I was. They, they purposely tried to hurt him. And what I mean is they transfer him. And so he sells his home. They're shipping his clothes and everything. And uh, he has a two week old baby. And they fire him the first day. And they won't give him his clothes or his personal possessions. He basically was homeless. Yeah, they they lured him across the country to a new location, like you said, and invited him to buy. You know, he bought a house because he thought he was going to be working there, and then they fired him. And then uh, next thing you know, uh, yeah, I mean, this is because this is the kind of scum that we have running things. But what one one other thing that came out of that hearing that I thought was very important. Uh, did you hear the uh, testimony from George Hill from the Boston field office yeah. of the FBI? Yes. 
I, I, I got. I hope you don't mind. I'd like to play that. It's a short clip. Yeah, go ahead. Just about a minute and a half. Sure. I think if your audience didn't hear this, this is extremely important because it goes in line with. Well, I'll just. I'll just. This is George Hill. There was there was talk about the people that attended the Washington D.C. rally, a political rally, a political protest. I personally know somebody, by the way, who was going through a nasty divorce. It was his. He was a uh, talk show host, you know, that I'm friendly with, and he was going through a nasty divorce at the time. And his wife told the FBI that he had attended the January 6th rally, and up comes the FBI to his house and questions him about it. What we're talking about is a peaceful protest. There were the, the number of people that went inside the Capitol that broke things, that stole things, that did other mischief. Those were in the minority. The overwhelming majority were there as a manner of peaceful protesting, which is our constitutional right. You have a First Amendment right to protest. And what they're trying to do is make all dissent and all protest. Anybody that doesn't go along, they're trying to make it illegal, trying to, they're trying to do a chill across the country of First Amendment protected free speech. That's what's going on here. But they were, they were questioning in this, you know, in, between the Boston field office and the Washington field office about whether or not to open, uh, investigations on some of these people. And, um, George Hill was talking about this. He retired from the Boston field office and he was discussing, discussing this and they played this testimony at the, uh, at the hearing the other day. The SSA in Boston said they were going to a political rally, which is first amendment protected activity. No, we're not uploading. We're not starting cases on these people. To which they said, well, we're going to call your SAC and the SSA said, go right ahead because when you're pushing back, you know, you want to make sure that you have your your six covered. So the SAC and the ASAC were intimately aware of these kinds of exchanges that were going on. And again, to his credit, um, Joe Bonavolanta said, no, we're not opening up cases on people who went to a rally. And I forgot a key part. Listen to this. The SSA for CT2 said, happy to do it. Show us where they were inside the Capitol. Talk about the agents. And we'll look into it. To which WFO said, we can't show you those videos unless you can tell us the exact time and place those individuals were inside the Capitol. To which the SSA responded back, and I was privy to these conversations firsthand. Why can't you show us? Why can't you just send us, give us access to the 11,000 hours of video that's available? Because there may be, may be, UCs, undercover officers, or CHSs, confidential human for confidential human sources on those videos whose identity we need to protect. Talking about the January 6th situation, that's why, here's George Hill, who retired from the Boston field office, FBI, okay, saying, that the Washington field office wouldn't release the 11,000 hours of videotape because it may reveal the location of their confidential human informants. In other words, their own FBI-owned, controlled informants-slash-agents inside the Capitol. And, and, And that's really goes in line with what we've always believed about why they won't release the videotape. Oh, yeah, it's because it, exculpatory evidence will be revealed. Tucker Carlson already accomplished that. Yeah, but but to the degree that he could. And remember, he was shut down. And um, But damage done. You can't unring the bell. I mean, there's enough yeah. right there, I think, to cast doubt on every J6 conviction. Exactly right. And, and that should have been a part of the Durham report. And we also don't know who was planting bombs? You know, there was a bomb found in Washington, D.C. Near, we still near DN, the, the DNC headquarters, wasn't it? I think it was two different locations. And, well, Kamala Harris walked by one of the bombs. Yeah, so, I mean, there's a lot of unanswered questions, and we need an exhaustive investigation into all of it. But, you know, nothing's ever being done about it. I, I, I Frankly, I think the... Uh, 
the Republicans in Congress need to get busy, uh, you know, and, and, and do something about this, have hearings about that. Uh, you know, the, the weaponization of government hearings they're having, I think, are great, but they need to get busy on, on getting to the bottom of a whole lot more while they still have the House. The problem is I don't know that they have the House. As I've, you know, the primary group that stole the election in Arizona in 2022 from Kerry Lake, they were Republicans. Uh-huh. We had uh, Chairman Bill Gates of Maricopa County Board of Supervisors take out a pack with the county clerk and recorder of Maricopa County, Stephen Reischer, and the pack was dedicated to not uh, electing America First candidates, which include the candidates for Attorney General, Secretary of State, and the Governor's race. Um, they take money from China. They took money from FTX. I, I could go on and on, Darren, but what I'm telling you is that the, the rhinos, I've quit the Republican Party uh, because the leadership is compromised. Mitch McConnell's China's best friend. Rona McDaniel's China's best friend. They pulled funding on eight senatorial candidates across the country in 2022. Six of them lost. All eight of them could have won, uh, but they lost funding at the midnight hour. So it's it's just as much the Republicans now as it is the Democrats. Yeah, I have to agree with you on that. Um, you know, I, I mentioned earlier Mikhail Kordovkovsky. Uh, you know, he <laughs> there's nothing that's been done about you know that Lynn DeForester de Rothschild is on staff of the McCain Institute, uh, and she's a close associate. M- Mikhail Kordovkovsky. Yeah, I mentioned the connection with J- Jacob Rothschild and um, Rupert Murdoch, but there's also um, so many other things. The Senate passed Resolution 322 uh, in support of Mikhail Kordakovsky when he was in prison. That was introduced by Joe Biden, then-Senator Joe Biden, co-sponsored by Senator John McCain and uh, and Senator Barack Obama. But Kordakovsky also has ties to Bush and the Carlisle Group. That was revealed by the New York Times in, in, an, in an article called Autumn of the Oligarchs. So you have establishment Republicans, establishment Democrats. Uh, what do you do about it? That, that, that's, that's the real question. You know, um, and Kordakovsky also has ties to George Soros. Um, his organization was the Open Russia Foundation. One, one other thing about Soros, by the way. Uh, have you heard of the Corporate Equality Index? No. Is that ESG related? Yes. Yeah, I know about that. Yes. Yeah, uh, they're 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 sponsored. There's the reason why you mentioned Anheuser Busch. I heard them called Transheiser Busch. Uh, not too. Long ago. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. But, <laughs> that's good. But the uh, the corporate equality index is is published by uh, they, they're it, it's a human rights campaign. They're used. They use human rights campaign funds. On the Corporate Equality Index, that's a George Soros Open Society Foundations organization. Uh, in fact, on the Human Rights Campaign, on their website, they thank Open Society Foundations directly. So a lot of these uh, corporations are, are falling all over themselves to get on this uh, Corporate Equality Index. Yeah. I, I uh, have a reaction to that because I don't think... I think this explains why corporations will make decisions culturally, because we're going through a Maoist cultural revolution, and the reason they'll participate in it to the detriment of their bottom line, like Disney, is because they're controlled by the ESG ratings. And if you go afoul of the ESG ratings, the banks will discriminate against you, so will key government officials, so it's part of the cost of doing business. Yeah, exactly right. Except that if, can you have a business when people decide to quit patronizing your business, as 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 Anheuser Busch found out, and and so many others, it seems like in recent days. Well, I think days. what they're banking on is when CBDC comes in, you won't have a choice. You'll lose your power of consumer discretion. Yeah, you're probably right, and I'm sure the Chinese social credit score system is. You know, this is how they're going to implement it here in the United States, and. uh so where are we left? What are the people? Well, what are we going to do about it? And I think the only thing that people can do is figure out a ways to trade amongst each other. You know, gold and silver certainly being one of them, but there are other things that you can trade of value, tangible value. And uh, the other thing, you know, it's getting to the point though. I mean, the problem is you got property taxes you have to pay and stuff. I, I think it, there's coming a day 
where patriot people who really are committed to staying free are going to become kind of like nomads squatting on the land and trying to form communities together and to, for survival purposes. And this is a very dark scenario that we're facing. But, um, you know, with this shot thing not too long ago, Michelle and I were seriously talking about leaving the state of Michigan in favor of a state that would be more uh, friendly. At the time, we were looking at Florida, you know, but as so many have moved to Florida from Michigan and other places. But uh, at a certain point, I think we're going to end up forming, you know, communities uh, gathering together to try to help each other survive this you know, uh, and, and your certainly your survival still skills will come into play. Yeah. Um, I don't know it's a it's a dark situation. I've pondered this a lot because I know one thing: I'm not taking any microchip. I'm not taking any Fauci shot. I'm not I'm not going to comply. And if that means losing my life, then so be it. Because I have a higher calling, and that's beyond anything that man can do to me. No, I hear what you're saying, and I'm of the same mindset to you. The, uh, but the takeover is complete. When you look at the concept of 15-minute cities, CBDC, social credit scores, uh, control of diet, control of travel, I mean, we're all we're we're right on the cusp of this being brought in right now. This could happen in months. Um, oh, absolutely. Yeah, the Fed, yeah. Fed coin comes in in July, and that's a precursor to CBDC. And you have the debt ceiling mess going on in Congress right now, and uh, that could be the thing that triggers the whole thing. Will they kick the can a little further down the road, or will they continue to, will they just decide this is where it all dies? Well, this is my take on this. I think they realize that they have lost the PR game. They're not going to win with the mainstream media. So now they've taken a new tactic, whether it's the Restrict Act or this new <clears throat> proposed law from uh, Senator Bennett from Colorado, which basically they'll tell you what you can and cannot say on the Internet. And I'm cutting to the bottom line, but I've read this legislation. It's scary. Uh, so what they're going to do is try to shut you up, put you on under an economic dictatorship uh, because they, they know that they've lost the battle of public opinion. And I think they need to render us so helpless that we can't dare rise up. We won't have the resources. Although Marjorie Taylor Greene said something interesting, time for a divorce, and we may end up with red states and blue states, and I think she's probably right. Yeah, and, you know, you were talking about the GOP earlier, and, and, you know, we got the migrant crisis going on. They're flooding the country. Uh, You know, Governor Abbott in Texas, uh, you know, I, I get very frustrated at him for shipping all the migrants to other states. When you should be calling up the National Guard and putting them on the border. Thank you. Exactly. Keep- exactly. All he's doing is uh, putting trash under the bed. He's doing nothing to clean it up. Abbott's owned by China. I don't know if you're aware of that or not, but <clears throat> the people in the know in Texas that I trust and know, he's very much a Chinese ally, just like so many of our politicians are. You know, to me, people better be prepared to be outside the system and you mentioned bartering absolutely although you know they'll come after that too uh but but there's a point when people just say we're not going to comply i will tell you this here's a ray of hope and i wish we could develop this more um i have someone really close to me and then subsequently i've talked to two base commanders across the country and uh the consensus is this is that many of the military leaders are not going to follow biden when we go to war they're going to prepare to defeat the Chinese in the way they see fit. The thing is, is I don't know about their chances of success unless they can integrate and coordinate. Well, there's going to have to be mutinies in the military because we know that they're doing everything they can to purge all the conservatives, all the Christians from every agency. The FBI being one of yeah. them, but it's also the military. And uh, so... It's going to be interesting in the coming days. You're exactly right. But we need- You're exactly right. Hey, we're out of time, my friend. So tell people how they can listen to your show. By the way, I want to give Darren credit. His show was the first show to bring attention to McCain's attempted theft of my property and that of my neighbors without compensation. I was on Govern America back in 2009, and we got the word out. So uh, his show is really good. It's it's a, a blend of activism and education, and uh, it's a great show. So tell people how they can listen 
Well, the website is governamerica.com. That's governamerica.com. We're live every Saturday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific. And uh, you can listen live, uh, participate in the chat room, call in if you want. We have a call-in number. And also, or you can listen to the podcast on your favorite app. Fantastic. My friend, we are flat out of time. we got to scoot, but thanks so much for joining us. Appreciate it. Great job. I enjoyed it. This was fun. Thank you. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at thecommonsenseshow.tv, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at thecommonsenseshow.tv. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.